This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Deegans, it is Thursday, September 7th. We've got the NFL back. Panthers going to talk about week two of college football and then more baseball bets. Not a lot of baseball bets because it's a small. They, they knew. They knew it was coming. They were fearing it. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. What were they fearing, Panther? Well, yes, it's finally here. It's like Christmas in September. The NFL officially back. Uh, the NFL is officially back, and everybody fears the NFL. Major League Baseball, get the fuck out of the way. The NFL is back. We'll talk some college football first, but before we talk college football, you know, I always have to come with a story, and we, we, we're we going to talk so many fucking sports now. It's that time of year. we got to keep our, our chit-chat to a minimum, but you remember back in the day when we were in school, and you just fill in the, the little oval, right? There's multiple choice. Fill in the oval on those little cheat sheet cards that the teachers slid into the computer. Read your grades. I remember one class. The teacher came back is like, Panther, it's not my name, 17%. Statistical probability says you should have got better than 17% just by filling in blindly. That 17% was better than yesterday. I was fucking 0-6 on my baseball picks. Oof. I'm glad football's Oof. here. I'm fucking bloodbath yesterday oh man uh scantron they're called the scantrons yes, you remember scantron, the scantrons yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yes uh, i i mean i hit on miami <laughs> miami beat the dodgers again oh man it's gonna be tough not to bet on miami once again today for the fucking uh, sweep but yeah um hit on miami yesterday yeah our, our um parlay fell apart after that <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't even have Miami. I don't think I don't think you you were ele- letting me put Miami in. There. <laughs> I mean, rightfully so. There, there's no reason I should have bet on Miami, but uh, they they ended up winning. But yeah, man, uh, excited to have football back. We'll be talking all of the week one games uh, tomorrow because you know we're not going to do a Saturday show, so we'll cover all of week one tomorrow. We do have the Thursday night game that we'll cover in the second half of the show. But Panther, uh, week two of college football, where are you at? Uh, I got six games that we're going to look at. We're going to start by talking about everybody's new darling. The lights are on primetime. Deion Sanders, out of the gate, red hot. Beats TCU, ranked TCU last week. His son threw for over 500 yards and is already getting text messages from Tom Brady. Now they go home for their home opener to host the Nebraska Cornhuskers. They bring in Matt Rule as their head coach. This should be a good game. But the interesting thing is they are manipulating this game in such a way. Fox wants this at noon Eastern time. 
that means they're going to play this game at 10 in the morning, Colorado time. That's an early fucking game for college kids to not, you know, to, to, to get up and get ready. And it, it seems like such an odd time. But listen, I am a believer in Dion. I believe in what he's got going in Colorado. He's going to bring in the recruits. They're laying three points. I think they take care of business in their home opener. I'm going to lay those three points and put them on the Colorado Buffalo. can't remember if this is off air. I think it was off air because I don't remember talking much college football on air, but I said a couple of uh, te- uh, team seasons were over in week one. It seems like TCU's season uh, is uh, is one of them, thanks to Colorado and what Dion and Dion's kid did. Uh, I, the money's all over Colorado. I think Colorado gets it done. Uh, they opened up. If if I if I'm reading this right, they opened up as dogs in this one. They're now favorites. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no shit. Why I think Colorado's the play. All right, next game up, Southern Methodist, also known as SMU. The Mustangs are going to travel to Norman, take on Boomer Sooner. Oklahoma absolutely bitch slapped their opponent last week. This one should be should be. A little bit more of a test. SMU is not a bad team. Kind of a mid-major, if you will. Um, I have to look. There's so much changes going on in college football. I actually think this is a Big 12 clash. SMU's in the Big 12. Oklahoma hasn't left yet. But Oklahoma is giving up 15.5 points. I actually am drinking the Kool-Aid that Boomer might be for real this year. I'm going to lay those points and say they win by more than those two touchdowns and change give me the sooners for one unit uh public all over oklahoma the sharps though they like smu in this one gonna be a hot one looking like it's gonna be you know almost a hundred something degrees with the with the uh, you know the humidity factor and all that stuff so it it could be a bad one (laughs) over there uh hydrate kids hydrate uh but yeah listen i mean oklahoma does look like the better team uh just be a little worried sharps are on smu there Next game up, the Battle of the Hawkeye State. I don't know how often I'm going to talk about Iowa, but this is going to be my second week in a row that we're betting on or against the Hawkeyes. They're taking on the Iowa State Cyclones. The Hawkeyes' defense is still as advertised. The offense, they show glimpses last week. They scored 14 points in the first quarter. Then they went back to their typical self of just you know scoring I believe it was like nine or 10 points the rest of the way. They're not explosive. It's just not who they are. They're laying four points, but I am still a believer in that Hawkeye defense. I think Iowa goes in to Ames and takes care of business. I'm putting one unit on the Hawkeyes. Yeah, it seems like the Sharps agree on on that one as well. Um yeah, the 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 money the money is uh, hitting uh, Iowa in this one. Seems like the line is starting to get worse in some books. So just keep an eye out on that. I, three and a half right now is the best line that I'm seeing for you. So uh, there you go, uh, Iowa minus three and a half. All right, next game up, Central Florida at Boise State. I missed on Central Florida because I expected a much better game last week, but they just absolutely walloped up their opponent. Now they're going to Boise, Idaho, take on the Broncos of Boise State on the blue turf. Unless they're going to prove me wrong, I am a believer that the Central Florida Golden Knights are the real deal for the mid-majors this year. I like Central Florida to cover the three and a half points. 
I'm putting ten bucks on the Knights. Yeah, same thing. Um, looks like the money is on uh, UCF here. However, um, it's the very sharpest. I mean, you know, you might need to to wait to see how this plays out. The very sharpest the money coming in Boise State here. I don't think it makes a difference here. It seems like uh, UCF is the play to cover what three and a half in this one. Yeah, so I think uh, I think that's where the, you know everyone's going. So looks like UCF minus three and a half might be the play. All right, and last game up for me. Every single week they play. We're going to talk about my Notre Dame Fighting Irish. That is my Homer team. I grew up in Mishawaka, just outside South Bend, Indiana. My dad is from South Bend. My aunt and uncle work at Notre Dame. So I do have um, lots of loyalties and lots of history with Notre Dame. Most of it is heartbreaking. But this year looks like, feels like, maybe something a little different. Sam Hartman has looked the part and has played up to the hype that he is going to carry that offense to a new level. Not to me, you know, nobody really talks about this, but Tommy Reese being gone, I feel like is a benefit. Notre Dame just doesn't seem like they have the same three yards and a cloud of dust kind of offense. They're out there slinging the ball down the field. And I like what I'm seeing out of my Irish. Now they're on the road, going to take on the North Carolina State Wolfpack, but at only laying seven and a half, this will be a tougher test. But I am a believer the Fighting Irish are for real. I think they're up to the task. I'll lay the seven and a half, eat that chalk, and bet the Fighting Irish. Yeah, their offensive numbers are really good. Not just talking about like what they're doing and moving the ball, but I guess it, it relates to you know converting third downs, uh, highly efficient in the red zone for for this Notre Dame Fighting Irish team. Uh, the sharps, the sharps like NC State here with those with plus eight, but uh, you know minus seven and a half is is what we can get you. So I think that'll be the play. Panthers Notre Dame Fighting Irish minus the seven and a half. All right, those are my five plays for Saturday. I might have some other stuff to post in the asylum. So if you guys want to talk some college football this weekend, that's where we'll be hanging out. We will talk the NFL right after this break. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Possibly never left. NFL week one kicks off with, oh man, it's going to be a fun one indeed. The Detroit Lions, ex-Chris, he's not in the chat this morning. We got Codfish283, and we got Will in the chat uh, listening live. No ex-Chris. Maybe he's, he's pre-gaming already and drinking all those beers as the Detroit Lions head to Kansas City to take on the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, man, this, this is a, a, a fun one to kick off the season. Looking at this game, we have the Lions. You can get them plus four and a half or... Chiefs minus four and a half. It opened up at six and a half. The over under currently 53 is the best line that we're getting there. Panther, what's your take on the Lions and the Chiefs? 
Well, my take is the line movement is indicative of the breaking news that Travis Kelsey suffered an injury in practice Tuesday, and they haven't officially ruled him out, but I think all signs point to Travis Kelsey will not suit up for tonight's game. It, it was a serious enough injury that he should miss tonight's game, and they will let him rest uh, 10 days for their next battle. And that is indicative of why the line has moved two points or so. Even with Kelsey, I felt like this was going to be a really good game. We've been talking leading up to the kickoff of the NFL season, how much we like the Lions, how much we like the Lions last year, how much they've improved that defense. They drafted in the first round. The Lions' first pick was a linebacker. Uh, they made some trades. They got one of the defensive backs from the Philadelphia Eagles, brought him over. They had uh, took efforts to fix what was I mean, bad is kind of an understatement. It was a really piss-poor defense uh, that the Lions had last year, and it cost them some games. So they're going to put out a, a much improved defense. I think the offense is equal to the task. But on the other side of the ball, you got Patrick Mahomes. And as long as Patrick Mahomes is the, is the quarterback, I don't think it matters who the wide receivers or the tight ends are. I think you're going to see him distribute the ball a little bit more um, balanced with the wide receivers and with Pacheco and with Jarek McKinnon. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs are going to win this game. I really do think prime time, Andy Reid's got multiple weeks to prepare. The Chiefs will win this game. But I'm on the Lions. I think the Lions keep it close, keep it within a field goal. This is going to be a battle. I want Detroit plus the four and a half. Yeah, I think we're going to doom the Lions here, too, because uh, I'm lockstep with you. There's just nothing in my head that says that Kansas City's going to lose week one at home. I just can't see that happening. I just can't foresee the Chiefs dropping game one at home Thursday night, uh, stage to themselves. I just can't foresee that. That said... I don't see them blowing out the Lions. I don't see. I, I think this is going to be a very, very close game. I think the Lions can match them offensively. Um, picked up Jared Goff as the last pick in the draft last night when I did my fantasy draft, Panther. So I, I, he's my backup quarterback right now, and I'm hoping he's he's, he's a breakout so I can dump uh, dump my starting quarterback before he starts shitting the bed. Uh, we we all know. Uh, <laughs> We all know it happens in Buffalo uh, after week seven or week eight, and and yeah, yeah, quarterback situation there get, becomes a little uh, fuzzy. Um, but I, th I think I think the Dan Campbell has this team moving in the right direction. We saw a lot of progress from the last year, um, and the big the big question too is is uh, you know what what's uh, what's the the that Kansas City defense without their anchor, right? You know, um, Chris Jones is still out. Chris Jones uh, holding out, right? I think he's he's a holdout here. And he solidified that defense so much. Uh, and we know Detroit's defense was kind of a laughing stock last year. They had a great offseason, though. I mean, uh, interesting offseason because they dumped some, some of their star running backs to bring in a whole new running back crew. I, I like the running back depth that they have. I like the weapons that uh, Jared Goff has. Uh, I do think that uh, you know we're probably going to see a little bit more running game from the Chiefs this year, you, uh, and, and probably in Week One. You, you got Jared McKinnon, who's probably going to run the ball a little bit more now, especially with Kelsey 
probably being out. You got a different offensive coordinator there. Well, I, okay. Well, you got Eric Bieniemy out of there. I won't say a different offensive coordinator because Andy Chief, uh, Andy Reid will still be the chief call, play caller, and and Patrick Mahomes will be the the chief chief uh, chief chief of the Chiefs Chiefs Chiefs. Yeah, uh, keep going there. Uh, he'll be the 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 really. <laughs> head play caller there so we'll see but i do think that you see a little bit more running game from uh this this kansas city chiefs the this this week so i don't know man i still have this game going over the 53 as well but it's a close one um you know maybe one or two points here so yeah i'm gonna bet the lines with the points as well so that's what i'm gonna do there I, any feel on the over under tend to lean the over because of who these two teams are and who their two defenses are. Like you pointed out, no Chris Jones. Um, the two defensive backs that the Chiefs tried out there are only sophomores, so they're, they're still young and inexperienced. The Lions are very inexperienced because they've got all these new parts and pieces. So I think the offenses could have a heyday. Um, so I, I'm kind of leaning the over, but it's so hard at the beginning of the season because these guys don't play in the preseason. We don't really know how much chemistry they have. The preseason is such a joke. Um, so the first week is kind of hard to, for me to at least go over. A lot of times I go under. But with these two teams, I like the over. Um, but let me ask you real quick. So with Nick Bosa getting his big contract last night, is there any chance – that Chris Jones could sign his today and suit up and play. These guys, when they hold out like this, they're still in the weight room. They're still training. They're ready to go, right? If he signs, could he sign? Could he suit up and play? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, technically, he he is like under contract, right? He's just holding out. So I mean, if oh, okay. uh, you, you know what I'm saying, like he he's not like he's like free agent or something like that. He's just holding out. So he's you know losing money by not playing. That's kind of like a protest. And then after a certain amount of time, he does have to show up without you know losing his whole uh, uh, yearly salary. So I think you know, he can sit out for like four four weeks or so like that, and as a holdout, as a protest type thing. Um, but yeah, I mean they could extend him today. He could play. I think he's he's in shape. I think they would throw them in there. Um, so I don't see that being an issue. I see the bigger issue is the Kelsey thing. I, if I'm reading this correctly, the last game Kelsey missed. Week 16 of the 2021 season, Panther. It's been a while since 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 the the, the security blanket hasn't been there for Pat Mahomes. Uh, yeah, he's durable. He's all reliable. And, you know, if you remember a few weeks ago, I was talking about my fantasy draft and my keeper status. I had to choose between Eckler and Kelsey. And I don't believe in feelings or gut feelings or anything like that, but something... I just worried that because of how durable he's been, how deep into the postseason the Chiefs have gone for the last four years, if it's just not starting to take a toll on his body and that he might, you know, father time might just be creeping up on him. Um, so, yeah, he's, I fully expect him to miss this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if he misses a handful of other games this season. We shall see. But yeah, here we are, ex Chris. When you listen to the show later, we got your Lions. Do we have your Tigers today? I don't think so. But we'll find out. Banther, moving on to baseball. Not a very bettable day, but I think I found two. Maybe we'll have some agreement there. Uh, I found two, but I'm only betting them because I got to bet something, right? Um, Jason Waterfalls here. I This is a uh, man. 
I'm just, I'm, what the fuck happened to the Braves yesterday? They were calling that the upset of the season. The Cardinals bitch slapped them. Strider got roughed up. They gave up double-digit runs to a team that just does not score runs. And so that's where we are. St. Louis going against Atlanta. Max Freed taking the bump, going against your wonderkin, Wainwright, who's not had a good season. Like, the Braves are going to win one, right? They're going to they're gonna get a game here. I'm banking on it to be this one. Got to run line it again to try and get some value. But damn it, Braves. You're the best team in baseball. You can't be losing to the lowly Cardinals. Ten bucks on the run line on the Braves. Not much value. Only minus 142. Well, minus 141. I guess you minus 141 on that run line there. So that's that's uh, some value. If you want to eat two and a half, I'll get you minus 110. That's how fucking bad this is. The money line currently sits at minus 320, 325, yeah. minus 325. It's it's a bad one. I think the Braves should win this one. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. Car, I think the Cardinals took game one of that series too. Are the Cardinals going for a sweep here? I, I think they're going for a sweep. I here. think they're going for a sweep here. I don't uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Let's uh, refresh my screen, but I do think that. The uh, the Cardinals uh, stole Game One as well. This could be embarrassing for the Braves, especially uh, if if they're looking in the rearview mirror. And uh, yeah, absolutely. The Braves have lost three in a row. They lost the last one to the Dodgers, ten six to St. Louis in Game One, eleven six to St. Louis last night. Bleeding runs to the goddamn Cardinals, and uh, you know, let's uh, look at these Major League Baseball standings. I don't think Philadelphia's got a chance to catch them. Thirteen and a half games. I mean, th- that would have to be a uh, implosion of Mets levelness for for <laughs> Philadelphia to catch up with Atlanta. I don't see that happening, but Philadelphia's going to make the playoffs and going to be a nightmare. Braves got to get their shit right. I'll lean the Braves with you. Moral support. All right, last game up for me. Arizona is in the Windy City taking on the Cubs. Uh, Assad uh, is the starting pitcher for the Cubbies, and we don't really talk much about him, but he's he's been a nice little find for them. He's pitching. Really well, keeping the Cubs in the wild card chase, going against a D-backs team that's just not very good on the road. And listen, if it's not Kelly or Zach Gallen, pretty much can't back the Diamondbacks, and it's not either one of those guys. So I'm on the Cubbies for 10 bucks. Oh, I had to run line it because it was minus 190. So run line me the Cubbies. Yeah, I get to plus 125 on that run line. Unfortunately, I'm on the opposite side here. I think there's value on the Diamondbacks plus the 165. I just couldn't see myself betting the Cubs. Yeah, minus 184, minus 190, even at home, even with the the pitching advantage, that's for sure. But too much value for me on the D-backs here. So we're gonna have to find we're gonna have to scrape together some other teams. Maybe maybe we'll throw the Lions into the D-Gen parlay. That, that'll probably be uh you know, we can do that. Why not? It doesn't have to be all baseball. We'll throw the we'll throw the Lions in there <laughs> uh into the D-Gen parlay for today, but it's not gonna be this game. Uh ten dollar bet on Arizona. That is it. I just got two baseball games. So what else do you have, Max? I only got the one more, and no, it's not going to be the Marlins again, even though I was tempted to do it. Uh, Luis Castillo on the mountain today for the Mariners, and I think that they have a chance to beat the Rays, absolutely. You know, uh, we talked about uh, Littell uh, earlier in the season when when uh, Tampa Bay was dealing with some pitching injuries, and I just think Castillo's the guy. I think he's he's you know going to go out there and, and – I mean, you had him as a early season Cy Young favorite. It hasn't quite panned out that well, but 
I still think that he's got enough in him uh, to bounce back from a terrible, terrible start against the Mets. Trust me, I remember that one. Uh, prior to that, he was lights out. I think he bounces back, has a strong outing today. $10 bet on the Mariners. Yeah, I, I agree. The, Mar- the Mariners, um, you know, with Castillo can beat the Rays. The Rays have shown that they're beatable, but they've been really, really good at home. The minus 135 kind of suggests that the Mariners are the play because they do have the pitching advantage here uh, going against Little or Lytel or I'm not even sure how you pick it's fucking spelled little so i guess we'll call him little but uh yeah and, and i like the fact that he did get roughed up against the mets so you kind of do expect a bounce back performance from castillo after that last outing so i'm with you i just didn't have enough confidence to bet it i'll lean give you moral support on the minesweepers okay this is down to minus 140 in some books i'm gonna lock this into the minus 126 and let's lock that into the dj parlay so the seattle mariners minus the 126 the braves Oh, God. Um, we're going to have to run line it, aren't we? Because I, I, are we going to throw minus 295 yeah. into the parlay? <laughs> Kills any value of a parlay. Oh, God. So we're going to have to Braves minus 142 is what we're going to have to do here. And then uh, the Detroit Lions. Let's see if we can get the Lions in here. Uh, plus the four and a half. Okay, there we go. So, Seattle Mariners minus 126. The Atlanta Braves on the run line minus 142. And Detroit plus four and a half points. And that will bring our DJ parlay for today to plus 493. And that'll do it on this Thursday, week one of the NFL. We got this. We got this, man. Can't wait. Tonight, eyes glued to the TV. Panther will be asleep, but I'll let you know how it goes in the morning. <laughs> Panther, take us home. Uh, I might wake up to catch like the, the second, uh, the last half of the fourth quarter or something. But uh, yeah, we're ready for this tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow, we are going to cover as many NFL games as I guess we're going to bet. Tomorrow will be the NFL day and whatever baseball picks we have. But today it is Christmas, man. We've been waiting all summer for this. It is officially football season, and you guys know what the deal is. You can hang out on Facebook, Twitter. But mostly, exclusively, it's right here in the asylum. Come on in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you're betting on today, what you did yesterday. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.